welcome you to Spring Hill United Methodist Church online worship. This morning, once again, we're coming to you um, from Spring Hill Church. It's me in the office along with Brad at the Media Center. Um, we are excited that perhaps next week we're trying to look at a live worship online that'll be linked on Facebook. There'll be more so about that during the week. Also want to make uh, mention uh, of the passing um, uh, so of Danny McNeil. Uh, we're, we're so saddened by this and we ask the Lord's blessings to be uh, so upon the family, so upon Barbara and the daughters and all the brothers and all the family, the sister. Um, there's not been any plans yet that should be today and uh, we'll see and you'll get an announcement. Uh, I'll do a one call about what those are. It looks like now with the rules um, from the governor, it'll probably be family only at graveside, but we'll see. Um, our hearts are saddened by that sudden death of Danny, um, unexpected, um, but the family will be blessed and asked you to reach out to them uh, on the online uh, site once it's posted on a Quinn's funeral home. You can leave messages and also uh, I'll give you some other information when I make the one call about that service. Um, let us open with a prayer. <clears throat> Dear Lord, as we gather here, we're at a new season. Many things are changing before our eyes. We ask your blessings be upon us to see what you would have us see. The world <clears throat> sees a very difficult time. But today we're here not to speak of that, we're here to speak of hope. <clears throat> to find um, the hope in the moment. Lord, help us to realize this hope and claim it in our lives. As we gather here, there are many needs. Life continues to go on in spite of the circumstances we are living in. There's still ministry, there's still purpose, there's still healing, there's still sharing. Lord, we have been blessed as family. We have seen a side of life that we have not witnessed in this age we live, of hitting the pause button in some ways and looking for the deeper meaning. Lord, let us not lose hope, for there is much despair in the land we live in. We ask a special blessing for the needs in our community, um, for the family, for Barbara and all the family. We ask a special blessing uh, for the other needs that we have in our community. Bless this time, in Jesus' name, amen. As we share this morning, I'm not following lectionary through uh, the virus. I've been led by the Spirit every Sunday, and once again today, was led by the Spirit to find this scripture found in Genesis, the ninth chapter. It speaks of the covenant God made with Noah. It's found... Uh, here in the first verse where the scripture reads, God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear and dread of you shall rest upon every animal of the earth, every bird of the air, and on everything that creeps on the ground, all the fish of the sea, and to your hands they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you, and just as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything, only you shall not eat flesh 
with its life, that is, its blood for your own blood life. I will surely require a reckoning from every animal. I will require it from the human being, each one for the blood of another. I will require a reckoning for human life. And then he basically shares in the eighth verse the continuation of this covenant. He says, Then God said to Noah and his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domesticated animals, every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all the flesh that is on the earth. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There's an article that I read that really helped me to see where we needed to focus this morning. It was uh, just released this past uh, week. There's a phenomenon happening around the world. It started in Italy. Uh, and the children are bringing a message of hope to us around the world. And the article, the title is, Why Kids Are Putting Rainbow Pictures in Their Windows. And all over the world now, starting in Italy, which has been hard hit by this virus, children are drawing rainbows and putting them uh, on the picture uh, in the window. And they're putting in, I tell you, in Italy, uh, what is translated, everything will turn out okay. And other nations now have taken this up, where children now are sharing rainbows. And it is important for us to understand this covenant that God made with Noah <clears throat> when we see the promise that he's given us in the rainbow. The kids are putting up the rainbows because they're looking for a better day. They're looking for a day with hope. And the rainbow, it symbolizes uh, hope, what lies beyond the rainbow. And I was thinking about how we understand the rainbow in our lives. First, we look at the rainbow. We look at it and realize its beauty, its, its colors. In fact, when I was very young, a teenager, I wrote a poem. It's called, The Spectrum of Hue Encompassed Me and Engulfed My Very Soul. It amazed until it bewildered me with sights it could not know. It amazed until I was seeking to understand the purpose of, of its identity as it penetrated my mind. I wrote this years ago after looking at a rainbow and seeing the beauty of it, the colors, the spectrum of colors that we find on that. So we look at rainbows and we see a thing of great natural beauty and we realize uh, the world is such a beautiful place. And that gives hope to us. 
Because when all we see are four walls or we see sorrow or we see loneliness, our lives begin to have long shadows. But when we look at things that have greater purpose in the life, when we breathe the air, we see the sun and we realize the beauty of the seasons. Easter's always been that time with the blooming of the flowers and the trees. And of course, the pollen that comes along with it. And now the bees and all the insects are starting to come about. It's the cycle of life. And here we are in the midst of a troubled time, yet we're having it at the best possible time, Easter. Though there's not a best time for such a day, but there is a best time for hope. And that hope is what God established with Noah, because Noah and his family went through a lot. They saw the end of the world they knew, just as we are doing. They have witnessed a new world with a new beginning, with new hope, with new promise. And instead of looking back like Lot's wife did, they're looking forward. And to look forward means we look at the rainbow. We look at the promise. We look at the beauty. We look at the hope. And we need to seek that out. A study I read the other day said that our attitude has a lot to do with our health. Even though there are things that are beyond just uh, the purpose of the mind, the purpose of the body, and certainly we have purpose of the spirit. But it does help to have a positive focus in our lives. So we look at the rainbow, and that's what Noah did in this covenant with God. He saw it, and he remembered God spoke to him. As for me, I'm establishing my covenant with you and your descendants. So not only do we look at the rainbow, we look to the rainbow. Because the rainbow means something more. It's symbolic, even though we see it with our eyes, it exists in the world. We look to the rainbow because of what it promises us. And for Noah, it promised a covenant, a holy covenant with God Almighty. That God said to Noah, you're going to be fruitful and I'm going to bless you and your descendants and all the animals that come from this ark and this story of salvation. What's called a salvific story, a story of saving grace. See, we look to the rainbow because the rainbow gives us hope beyond the moment when our eyes can't perceive what we want to see. We look to it knowing that it holds a promise. And he said that. He said, when the bow is in the clouds, and remember. So not only does, does it serve as an example of us looking to the rainbow, but God sees the rainbow and remembers the covenant he has made. There are many prayers right now. There's much bended knee. Only an event like this, I'm afraid, would our human frailty and pride would drive us to our knees. But thanks be to God that we're on our knees praying for forgiveness and praying for deliverance. But the truth is we live in a world that we need to have something to look to. And that looking to is a covenant with God, understanding God has made this covenant with us and he loves us and he wants us to be blessed and live lives that are blessed. So not only do we look at the rainbow and we look to the rainbow, we look for the rainbow. And what that means is there are days that we need to know that tomorrow is coming. Tomorrow is coming with the sun. There is more to life than this. I know that there is great sadness in this land and around the world right now. 
and some are abandoning hope. They're looking at other places and other things and they're wondering what's going to happen and what can I do and I'm separated or I'm not able to be with the one I love or I can't do the things I've been doing. So when we look for the rainbow, we look for that promise. And that, I believe, is what the children were drawing the rainbows and putting them to the window and saying everything is going to be okay. They were sharing the message And here around the world, these rainbows now come to symbolize the power of this hope. And this hope is looking for the rainbows in our life. What are the promises in our life? I can tell you that something wonderful is in store. I do not know exactly what. I have not that gift, though I do claim the gift of discernment. But in this, I cannot see the long vision. But I can see what God has promised us. And it's like I say, we uh, don't know about tomorrow, but we know who holds tomorrow. And these children are looking for the rainbow in the sense of everything will be okay. And that is what God is saying to Noah in this scripture, that not only is it a blessing that God is with us as Jesus promised, God is on our side. And he understands what we are going through. So we're going to get through this. We're coming up on um, the wonderful time of the year of Easter. We're going to look at creative ways. We're going to try this live uh, worship next Sunday with just a small hand. Our fellowship as a church family. And I can tell you, it is very needed. This faith that we keep. We need to set aside the pettiness of our lives and the things that are not valuable and not important and embrace the ones we love because we do not know the circumstances of this world we're living in. But what we do know is what is most important. And covenant is most important. I believe that's the sign the children are drawing as a covenant. And that covenant is a covenant with God and a covenant with each other. I can tell you, The church has a powerful place that God has given it. A blessed place. And the people of the church and the pastors and the leaders and the members of the church have a lot to do and offer to a hurting world. We indeed offer hope in the midst of hopelessness, light in the midst of darkness, peace in the midst of war. So as we go through this week, I challenge you to look for that rainbow, to look for that covenant, to look for that blessing. And it's there, interspersed with the stories, interspersed with the conversations. Every now and then you'll see it rise up. Hope will come like the morning sun. And it will be a place that we claim and we know is real in our lives. And you can put a lot of weight on that. You can't put weight on things that are fragile and things that are sorrowful and things that are troubled, for they cannot maintain the weight. They'll start to collapse. But if you put your weight, your foundation upon Christ and Christ alone for your salvation and look for that rainbow of hope that God promises of a covenant He has made with us, it continues to amaze me Time after time when I read the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, especially the Synoptic Gospels, 
the role Jesus gave to the world while he walked this troubled land was to heal people. The Son of God, his major concern and his major mission is to reach out and touch people. And right now, there are individuals that need to be touched. Things have already changed. Our congregation has already changed. But every time we say goodbye, we say hello to a new day of hope. Our hope is in nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Let us share in prayer. Dear Lord, open up our hearts that we may continue to grow looking uh, at these rainbows in our life, looking to these rainbows and looking for them. Let us know the covenant you had given and are giving us is one that not only has touched our lives in the past and now in the present, but gives us a future. And the day is coming, O Lord, when this too shall pass. And you will continue to shine your light upon us and give us peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And may God bless you from Spring Hill United Methodist Church.